Hello everyone and welcome. My name is Jara. And my name is Jeff and welcome to Your POV Podcast. Here is where we sit down as husband and wife and take on different topics and try to get each other's point of view. So the point of this podcast is not to try to conform you to see things how we see it, but to give you a different perspective and to allow you to think outside the box. So I hope that this opens up different conversations for you at home, within your relationships, or even your friendships. So we'll try to get you guys content weekly, so stay tuned. I hope you guys are able to gain something from this podcast to make it applicable to your life. And uh, stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. You can follow us on Instagram at Your POV Podcast or send us an email, yourpovpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jeff. Uh, back to you guys this week with a new topic. Topic of this week is asking for help. So do you think for yourself, is it difficult for you to ask for help? Do you feel that asking for help may cause certain problems or you're so independent that you don't want to ask for help? Like, what is your reasoning behind asking for help? You know, what, what about you, babe? Do you have a particular reason or why or do you ever ask for help or do you, is it hard for you to ask for help? I'm going to go with the last one. Choice C, uh, C, all of the above. Uh, but um, yeah, for me, it's extremely difficult for me to ask for help. I was raised by an independent mother that never asked for help. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't necessarily things that she taught, mm-hmm. you know, actually said out of her mouth. And yeah, she's definitely said that, you know, you can't, you can only depend on yourself and uh, you can't depend on anybody else. And, and you got to work hard for everything that you want. And that's where I learned that from, that, that behavior and, and how it's difficult for me to ask for help. So I know that that has been an issue of mine for a very long time. Do you think it depends on who it is, though? Even who it is. Like, if, you're, like if you just ask your a family member or your, your parents or your sister for help for something, yeah, is it mean, difficult for you? No. See, when you brought that up, my sisters, for example, it's it's probably easier for me to ask for help from my sisters because they know, they know I'm comfortable around them. You know, I'm I'm comfortable around you. If I need help, I'm gonna ask you. If I'm comfortable around you and I need you and I know you're gonna be there for me, then I'll ask you. But like coworkers or like anything like that, it's difficult. I'd rather struggle doing it myself than to feel like. Because in the back of my head, I feel like when you ask for help, it's admitting you're wrong. Or I'm sorry, admitting admitting you're weak, right? Admitting you're weak, right? I know that's not the actual case. I feel like in actuality, when you ask for help, you are trying to prevent yourself from breaking. You're trying to prevent yourself from being weak. I think it depends on what it is, though. Yeah. Like, okay, like if you're asking for help for, I don't know... um, work yeah you know if you felt like you had this particular task by yourself and let's say if it's a particular project you're working on and you notice one area you're not able to complete or based based off the time you don't have enough time to complete it i think that you asking for someone help you yeah some people could take it as oh weakness or uh this person you're incapable yeah Yeah. you don't work Mm -hmm. as hard i can see that but if it's for something like you know um it's smarter to ask for help in that instance. So you're not you're not mentally draining yourself. You're not exhausting yourself trying to do it all by yourself. Yeah. You know? But in your case, if you a co it would be harder for you to ask a coworker 
for help in that particular situation. Yeah, right? I would be the person who would stay up all night trying to finish a project instead of, you know, asking for a helping hand to complete it all in, you know, a day's work. Yeah. Like a, an eight hour shift, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm, I'm realizing that I'm I'm I need help with that. You know what I mean? I need help with asking for help, you know, like <laughs> I need to. And you've taught me this, too. You was, you actually had to point it out to me. You were like, babe, you know, I'm here for you. That is what I'm here for you. I'm here to build you up when you can't stand on your own. You know? I ain't say all that. I just, yeah. I'm, saying, I'm trying to add some sauce there, okay? Yeah, okay. You got to crawl for you. Come on, okay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like you made me feel comfortable. And I, I it's been, it was a long time before I could even, you know, ask you for anything um, because I wasn't comfortable. I was, I was, I wanted to do it all myself. But, you know, now that I realize that you got my back, you know, after 10 years or so, no, I'm just kidding. Mm. But when I, you know, I, mm. I realize you're there for me I, I, and I can trust you it's easier for me to ask for help, you know? Yeah. And so, but another, another example would be like for you, for example, what do you think? Do you think it's hard for this one might resonate with you? Do you think it's harder for you to ask for help when it comes to, um, your emotional state, like things you might be going through with your family or personally, you know, asking for help in that instance, like, would it be difficult for example, let's say, let's say you're having a bad day, okay. and you just want to talk about it okay. and walk through it. And and is it easy for you to be like, I just want to talk about it. I just want to. I, I need help figure out figuring out how I feel right now because I'm confused. You know, I'm. I I, I think for myself personally, um, and it's just this is just me. I, I'm the, I think I'm the individual who would not essentially like hold it back, but I, I sometimes keep my emotions to myself yeah. and like my thoughts to myself. And it has nothing to do with you or anyone else around me. That's just me. That's how I typically cope with it. Now, there may be some downsides to that, meaning I may let certain things build up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously that's not good either, mm-hmm. you know. So I think... Um, I could do a better, better job at it, but I think it's just because I'm not like close, but I try to keep my emotions control and all to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um and like you said too, like right, if you should if if you should you know ask someone for hey babe I'm going through this I don't know like some people can say that as weakness right mm-hmm. kind of like you said that's not my reasoning why but I just that's just one thing I can think of that. You know, some other individuals may interpret that differently, you know. I think for men, especially, you know, men of color, I feel like we build you guys up to be strong. You know, we build you guys up to even like in my Spanish household, like um, men don't cry. Men don't show emotion. Men don't, you know, men handle what they need to handle, you know, by themselves, you know what I mean? Men provide. Men do this. There's so much pressure on on a man, and not enough emphasis on on okay with being emotional. You know what I mean? That I feel like it's it's it is seen as weakness if you do pour out your feelings and if you cry and if you if you exude actual human traits, you know? Yeah. Because we can't expect you to be strong. Like I said earlier, it's 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 
it'll slowly destroy you inside. You know, you, you, like you said, you'll build up, you'll build up until you finally explode. Yeah. And, and so it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable because we all need to have vulnerability. And, and it, to be quite honest, vulnerability is strength. It takes a strong man to be vulnerable, you know? I think, I, I think, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I think that the person who's here on that particular side, uh-huh. it takes a strong man, stronger person to be vulnerable. I think if they're, let's say, I think it's more of a newer generation rather than and I agree with uh, older generation. 100%. Like if he, some older generation will be like, oh, no, that's a weakness. I agree with that. And you know why I think that is, is because the, the older generation was, was too, they, they focused too much on, not that they focused too much. They had, they had other things to focus on. They had to provide. They had to build from scratch. They had to do things to make a better life for themselves and for their future kids. Mm-hmm. So being vulnerable was not at the top of their list, you know? In the same instance that women, you know, back 60-some years ago were supposed to be people, you know, supposed to be um, in the kitchen, cooking, taking care of the kids, doing all of that. And, and keeping the house tidy. You know what I mean? They were they were responsible for that aspect of it. Those days are gone. No, yeah, yeah, but um, no, not really, but... Um, oh, in my household. No, I'm joking. <laughs> whatever. But um, yeah, I feel like we all had our roles to play. And we didn't have an opportunity to, to be vulnerable. And I feel like now in this day and age, now, now it's seen as common. Now we're focused a lot on mental health. And I think it's, I think it's honestly, it's, it's good. I think it's okay because we need to make it normal that vulner, we need to make vulnerability normal is what I'm trying to say, you know? So yeah, you are right. The older generation, like you said, they don't exude emotion, Yeah. you know? And it's easier for them to hide things or like keep it in and and not ask for help and not you know do you know things that will make them seem weak or what their definition of weak was you know i have air quotes up you know weakness yeah. but um but yeah like you said it is a younger generation thing but i think it's it's great because we this is the generation of healing you know comprende <laughs> no i i but I think too another another thought of like I think why it's hard sometimes to, um, you know, ask for help is, you know, depending on who that person is, you don't know what's attached to that question. You know, if I ask this individual for help, are they going to be expecting something in return? Ah. Or if I I know if I ask, um, wow, okay. If I ask, I don't know, my cousin Joe, making this up. Hey. uh... You mind giving me your ride to work? Now he's gonna expect, you know, the next time that he, you know, he needs a ride, I better be available to take, you know, pick him up or give him a ride, mm. you know, because hey, he did this for me this one time, you know. So I think that sometimes helps or stops people from asking for help because they don't know what's gonna be attached to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like assisting with no intentions, with no strings attached. That'll is be, important. That would be the ideal. Yeah, I mean, but that's important. Like, I feel like I feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't help somebody in hopes that they'll do it for you. Yeah, you shouldn't because for, for like for example, if, if it was like a friend or a family, 
are you tr- do you are you doing it because you truly love them or are you doing it with with a contract are you doing it with, with strings attached you know yeah. if you don't fulfill your end of the bargain well then you know our friendships over our our family you know you can cut i can cut you out of the family you know what i mean like yeah. you shouldn't do it with expectations you should do it because you love them you care about them and you really want them to succeed you shouldn't do it because you have you know an invisible contract that they've signed by accepting your help or by asking for your help yeah. you know and so that's, that's, it does make it harder. Like you said, I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't make it harder for you to ask for help, but like, I'm pretty sure it's been time you've, you didn't ask for help because you know, if I ask X, Y, and Z individual, like they're going to want something in return. I know, but I'm pretty sure that's based off previous behavior, Yeah, you know, that okay. has led to that point, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's been time you may want to ask some, someone for help or ask them for something in particular. And you didn't ask them because you know, like, if I ask this individual, he's going to, he or she's going to want something in return, you know? Yeah. And, you know, there's definitely going to be strings attached, you know? But I also think, too... That's a great point, though. I, I think another thing, too, is that some people are, like, maybe just be pr- too prideful to mm-hmm. ask for help. And that kind of goes back to what you're saying before about the whole weakness thing, you know? You like, you just have so much pride built up that no matter what consequence is going to happen by you not asking for help or what's going to happen, like, your pride is so big and it gets in the way of you asking, mm-hmm. asking for help. You That's that, that, um, what is it, negative ego? What's that, what were we talking about a couple weeks ago? A, a big, big yeah, ego. Yeah, when you have a big ego. Too much of a big too, ego. Yeah, too much of a big ego. Grande ego. Grande preventing ego. you from, that, that pride, preventing yeah. you from... You know, it's it's leading to self destruction. Yeah, is what yeah. it is. Yeah. But then, you know that that pride they get so 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 big that they don't want to ask you no matter what it is going to kill them to ask you so they don't even ask you. You know. So. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What if, for example, let's say in this relationship, you know it's difficult for me to ask for help, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Now you can say no. I'm just. This is just a question. Do you think because we're in a relationship, it is then your responsibility to maybe assist me, even like without me having to ask? Do you think it, it should be your responsibility, or maybe could you take accountability for maybe doing certain things that maybe I'm not comfortable asking for help, or do you think it's solely my responsibility? I, I just really authentically want to know your opinion. I think it's fifty fifty, because it's been it's maybe sometimes where I think you may need help or want help, and it's not just for me personally, and me bringing that idea up or say, hey, I'm gonna ask this person to help you out. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm good. I got this. You know, mm-hmm. knowing that extra hand or whatever the case may be may help you out. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's been time, you know that. Hey, I made some suggestions to say, hey, we should seek some help for this particular task to help you out. And you've been receptive for it, receptive to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think it, I think it's 50-50, me personally. I think it depends on the situation. I think it, it you know, sometimes you, you definitely should. And sometimes, hey, like it, it makes you feel a lot better that, hey, I got this. I'm good. I don't need help. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that too as well, you know. What about you? Yeah, and that's where that that whole love language of active service comes into play. You know, helping out without having to ask, you know? Um, For me, I think that it 
you shouldn't rely on somebody to like, help hold you. Oh, sorry to cut you off. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> like for example, like kind of like what you were saying, like because you don't, you don't, you don't know, right? Because like you doing something may essentially, I'm saying it may bite that person in the, in the butt later. You know, later on, like for like for the, my mom, right? Uh-huh. Like so she's such a helping individual yeah. that she would do whatever for anybody. Yeah. And I remember before a long time ago, like. If I was leaving to go to class, she'd be like, oh, Jeff, I'm making, I'm going to make you some breakfast. I'm like, mom, I'm already running a little late or I'm already pressed for time. Like, I'm fine. Oh, it'll take me five seconds. Don't worry. I got it. And as I, I may go, you know, put on my shoes, I'm making myself, I don't know, a cup of tea or something. She already got the, fan, the, the heat on and starting to cook and everything already. And by the time I'm running, I'm, I'm getting ready to, you know, pack my car, get in my car. She's bringing me out. And now I have to sit and wait for it or... Or, you know, eat it just because, like, she spent that time out to do that. Make, yeah. You know. Out of her way. But you also told her no. Yeah, that's true, so, too. So, at what point does it become her fault, <laughs> you know? Oh, no. My fault, you mean. What do you mean your fault? It's her fault. Because I told her no. She didn't listen. Yes. Yeah. When does it become her fault? Oh, they for, said my for fault. Still, no, no, no. Yeah. For still doing it. For yeah. still. I don't know. And that's that's where when you can be an overhelper. Can you be an overhelper? Could you, like, could you... Yeah. Is that a thing? I, I think, I guess, overhelping, I guess, will be when it's starting to... It's when it's starting taking to, away from you? Yourself, personally. When you're, ti- you're, like, your time. Yeah. Okay. Like, your time is being compromised by you doing that. By you overhelping. Yeah. You're doing too much for that yeah. significant other. Or, or that you, individual. That friendship. Yeah. You're giving too much of yourself, mm-hmm. and nothing is being in return. But then, does that no, become... not in return. Meaning, like, nothing, you're not accomplishing anything yourself that's how i take it myself ah okay 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 yeah. okay so well now this brings me to another question then so what if you're constantly but the, is this is this asking for help though just constantly doing something for somebody and then expecting nothing in return but also getting nothing in return is that an even relationship or do you think it just depends on that person if they're okay with it and they're okay with it you know, like no, in a relationship, kind of for goes... example, like a friendship, we'll use a friendship, for example, in this one. If one friend is constantly texting, constantly doing check-ins, constantly, you know, um, planning dates and constantly, um, you know, planning things for the other person to come out and hang out and blah, blah, blah. And the other person just never does or, um, never, you know, um, checks on the other person, never, um, you know, asks how they're doing in reverse, then at what point do you say, okay, well, this, this friendship is not really a think, two-way street, you know? I think if it was established that that's what that individual would like to do, I'm assuming if they're the one that's planning or doing all that, like, that's something they may enjoy or plan to do. So if that's established then they can't expect anyone else to do the same in return. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... I mean, unless she says something like, hey, like, once in a while, it'd be kind of cool if you guys planned it or checked up on... You know, mm-hmm. I think if she set that boundary, mm. or he or she set the boundary, I think then at that point, if they if they don't, if she's not getting it here, she's not getting it in return on the opposite end, then that's a one-way relationship, mm, you know, and it's up true. to them, you know? Yeah, so setting boundaries is important. Yeah, from the get-go. Yeah, I like that. From the get-go. Okay. 
So, yeah. so setting boundaries and setting expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, you know, just kind of like we were talking about before, you know, not asking for help. Like, like if you don't ask, you don't, you know, cause sometimes before you even ask a question, you play the answer in your head. Mm-hmm. That's me. Meaning like <laughs> you, I know, I, like for example, you may say, oh, I know if I ask X, Y, and Z. They're going to say no. This, or this is, is definitely going to happen. Gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the worst, should we, like if they say no, okay, cool, move on. If they say, oh, crap, we're good. You know, so like if you never ask a question, you never know, yeah. you know. And okay. then so, or sometime you may go on and, you know, didn't think, to, you know, thought about asking but didn't ask. So like now it comes to bite you in the butt later down the road. So like that's your fault because you didn't ask for help. Mm-hmm. You know, that individual like closed mouth, don't get fed. Hey. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, I I think I'm getting better at asking for help. I think, I guess, another thing, too, is just me thinking, like, not asking for help can, in fact, hurt an individual. Me, and when I say that, specifically meaning, like, let's say, and this is kind of like a sensitive topic, but let's say, for example, uh, you have a close family member who may have, you know, some mental health issues, right? Mm. And them not asking for help or opening up to ask for help, they may do decisions on and take decisions in their hand and some consequences may happen from it. You know, we don't have to discuss it, but certain consequences may happen. But think like about... ending your life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I said not discuss it, but yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's... it's it, it, but I think, I think, before you cut me off, okay. I think that end of it, the on the opposite end is like dang if something happens like why didn't they come and ask me for help yeah you know so it yeah. may hurt the individual like man they didn't feel comfortable enough to ask me for help or like you know it may hurt them yeah survivor's remorse that's also why i think checking in check-ins are great and they need to happen and so when you realize that a friend hasn't been hitting you up or hasn't been as communicative as um communicative communicative I'm sure that's a word. I'm sure that's a word. <laughs> I uh-huh. hope so. But if they're not communicating as they normally would, it's it's important as a friend or as a family member to check in on them. Do your check-ins, daily check-ins, weekly check-ins, whatever. So that kind of brings me to a good point. Like, if you notice a particular pattern, and if that pattern is broke, like for example, that friend who's always planning the trip or something, like. Who's always checking on the group? Hey guys, make sure if something happens, then like you're okay. What's going on? What happened? Like mm-hmm. this person didn't text us today, or this person like my for example. For example, like I speak to my parents every morning on mm-hmm. the way either from the way to the gym or the work, whatever. It may be for two minutes, maybe five minutes, maybe for thirty minutes. Like we speak. If I don't call by a certain time, or if they know I, I they know that I worked the night before. And so I got got off that morning. They probably won't call. But if I don't call by a certain time. Like they'll call me. Yeah. Well, we Cuz you already it. built that that habit. Exactly. That step. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You already established that habit. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was actually a great point. So, I think it's like like I said before, it's it's important to reach out to your friends and family who who may not be comfortable with asking for help, but understand those those normal patterns and even if they're not normal patterns, just check on your friends. Yeah. Especially nowadays, you know, with, you know, covid and everything yeah, like that and being uh, indoors most of the time a lot and mentally. not yeah and a lot of outdoor things are kind of shut down and so we're forced to stay inside and, and think and overthink and 
overanalyzed and yeah. and so mentally it's exhausting and yeah. draining and we we all need check-ins yeah you know and so it's very important to even check on your funny friends check on your mm-hmm. your your antisocial friends T- check on the ones that like to be alone all the time check on your families and friends yeah. <laughs> I, sound, I sound like an infomercial mm-hmm. um, check on them check on them just check on them but here, here's one for you though just like one last question before we start wrapping it up do you ever get offended if someone don't ask you out for something in particular like say for example yeah, you be being a, you being a dancer right and mm. uh you know a close friend of yours getting married or not not even just i'm just an example let's get married and they want to think of a choreo choreo um to get married but you know what they hire this x y and z person that have no idea who it is <laughs> that they found out craigslist <laughs> to help them and they didn't ask you for it do you ever get offended would you get would offended i get offended hmm i think i would i <laughs> see that's a tough one because if if you know this is my my industry and you don't reach out i'm offended by that but I'm also the type of person that can can look at the other end and be like and realize, okay, well they probably didn't ask me to help because they they wanted me to relax. You know, they didn't want me to be stressed out about their wedding. They didn't want me to be stressed out about their event. Mm. So instead of asking me for help, they'd rather hire somebody um, to not put stress on me. Yeah. So I, I I'm capable of looking at both sides. I I think I think too that individual or. A situation they should uh at least say hey jerry i know like obviously you're a dancer but we didn't want to like for, for we didn't want to burn it burn you for a pr- prime example like for our wedding like obviously the joe sue he's a you know photographer, a photographer yeah, right yeah. but I, you know i told him like hey man like obviously i want you to enjoy the wedding you know yeah. the reason i didn't ask oh, you to okay. be a photographer because i want you to enjoy the wedding yeah, yeah you know like so i'm gonna obviously hire my own photographer but i don't i want you to be able to look at it as a a friend, like a friend, not as a, someone who's working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but so I set that up. You know, I established that. You know, yeah. I told them. So that, yeah, them, I guess that's how, that's know? how that's how you can handle it. Yeah. But if they don't handle it, I can see like all the thoughts that will go through your yeah. head. Like, and I'm already an overthinker, yeah. so it's like the, the thoughts that go on in my head—they're self-sabotaging. Yeah. So, but yeah. So all in all, I think asking for help can be difficult, but I think you. You know, obviously it depends on what it is, but don't let your pride become, you know, the reason why you didn't ask for help, especially if it's certain consequences that may arise from it. And um, just, you know, check on your friends, like she said, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and uh, don't be afraid. You know, like sometimes if, they, if you suspect the answer is going to be no, if it's no, then OK, you knew it's going to be no. And if it's yeah, then OK, let's move forward. It's a good thing. You know, so don't be afraid to ask because you never know what the outcome may be. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Check us out on Instagram at your POV podcast and share, subscribe, and follow. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And then tell that friend to tell other friends. <laughs> also, repeat send it a, back to them. <laughs> also, to make sure that they told a friend. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, send us an email um, on any topics you would like us to discuss and, or like give us, you know, a, an update on how we're doing or how we can improve. Um, our email address is yourpovpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Peace. Peace out.